Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Make holiday gatherings more delicious at Whole Foods Market. Whether you're the host or the guest who aims to impress, save now on baking essentials from 365 by Whole Foods Market. Need some extra help? Pick up crowd-pleasing flatbreads that are ready to heat or build a lovely charcuterie board with sales on specialty cheeses and meats. Holiday wines and beers are also on sale, starting at $7.99. Host the perfect holiday party with Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. A Big Spark Studios original. We're going live. We're oh, live. good. We're live. The no, licking we're... of the bottle was live. Oh, good. The licking Somehow of the bottle. appropriate. Um, <laughs> so, hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Today, we are joined by the effervescent mother of me, Angela. Mom, you have to talk on a podcast. Oh. <laughs> My mom literally should not have had two margaritas at lunch because yep. she yep. does not understand that she has to not only be a yep. pretty face, but she has to be a pretty voice as well. And I was in the car uh, telling a joke, laughing so hard I thought I was going to choke, and then I started. She started sobbing. We were in the car. We went down um, to the beaches area just to look at some things. And um, yeah, we went at this Mexican place for lunch. And my mom got two of maybe the largest margaritas I've ever seen in my life. And 30 minutes after we left, she is giggling to herself. And I look over and then she is just sobbing into our hands. That is true. So I'm not really sure about speaking right now. I'm no, um, we can tell going right That's... into caffeine. So, uh, yeah, the, I swear to God, every day that passes on this earth, I realize that he, I, you are truly my mother. There is no way I could be adopted. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the reason my mom is on today's podcast episode is because we are freshly back from the continent of Antarctica which is honestly comical to say out loud because I just never actually thought that that would be something I would do in my lifetime, let alone being Forbes 30 under 30, just minus the Forbes. I'm just under 30. Um, so yeah, we were gone for two weeks. Oh, now you're looking at me like I can't talk, please. 
I mean, God. Anyways, I should say, before we get into the episode, we are going to be talking about our whole Antarctica trip and journey and rite of passage, etc. But well, probably sh- not in a linear fashion. No, I mean, probably that's that's a place. guaranteed yeah, here yeah. at Unhinged. But be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcast, as well as rate and review each episode after you listen to it. And if you like video episodes, you can go to youtube.com slash Chris, where we upload those as well. So you can just truly see the double chin I have acquired from... 24 Best hour life. room service. And, Michelin chef. Yeah, and unlimited drinking. Hour open bar, yep. Yeah. Um, it's not great, but listen, there was a gym on board. Did I use it? Yeah. It was closed during the Drake's passage. But it was open when I was trying to make a call, and that was the only time I stepped foot into the gym, was me scouring the boat so I could do a callback audition. Um, now, what was I going to say? Oh, a lot of this, we're going to try and give Justin as many visuals as possible, but because I took over 3,000 photos and I have over 200 gigabytes of footage, there's a hot chance that Justin might not get as much of it as you would want. So be sure to stay tuned for the vlog that's going to be coming out of my channel. It might be a few vlogs because, again, I have literally 200 gigabytes of footage. Um, and then also on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris Cummins, I'm going to be doing a ton of photo dumps and everything like that. So you guys can get the full experience. So if you're hoping to see, um, a ton of penguins and whales, you might be seeing them in this, if you're watching this episode, but also stay tuned. But here you're going to get a lot of the, the down and dirty of the trip. Whereas I don't know why in my vlog, I took on the role of like, I'm an explorer discovering this continent. I like was like, okay, now we're going on an expedition. Here we go. And it was like very like weirdly like uh I was gonna say Dora the Explorer, but I should think of maybe like a more <laughs> historical discoverer. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, like I I was like on my Lewis and Clark shit. Exactly, Sam. Um anyways, so how do we even start? Oh well, I'll just interject. If anyone is interested in where my uh <laughs> Photos will be shown. I'll be doing a slideshow at work. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My mom's really proud of that joke. Um, it's actually not a joke. It's real. But no, it's yeah. really. Yeah, no, we're, we're doing. We're, we're very interested. We're very interested. Live stream it. Let us join in. Yeah, yeah I'll be doing. We're doing that thing. thing that. Yeah. When like, do you remember when you're like a family member would come home from a trip or whatever, like a work trip and they'd be like, all right. And then you'd sit around for like three hours and look at every photo they took and every, hear every story behind the photo. Oh my God. I, I totally forgot that, that was something. We're doing that next weekend with your brothers. <laughs> I know, but I forgot that that was a thing because we've never really gone on a huge trip like this where it's like, guys, look what we saw. You should get a slide projector. Like the ones that make like, Exactly. And the sound. And then it clicks. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't even play because I would be so into that. However, if we saw me setting up for this podcast episode, we know that that really wouldn't end in anything but rage. Thank you, mom, for the confirmation. Um, I didn't realize you had peripheral visions. So we'll just give a background. Well, no, I'm staring at the screen that has Mm, you on it. Um, I don't have peripheral vision. Um, I guess we'll start with like the background of the story and Jake, Sam and Justin, if you guys have any questions, feel free to hop in and interject at any point as we are Antarctic experts now. Uh, yep. Not at all. Um, so the trip basically so came that, out. We need to say we took a quiz at the end, right? There was a trivia contest. The tr- okay. We'll get to that. All that right. was fucking bullshit. We didn't do well. Well, 
oh my god it was like how many species of penguin well we got that question right actually so i probably shouldn't use that one um anyways the trip came about because my mom's alma mater I was under the impression that, so a scientist from my mom's alma mater was going on this Antarctica trip. And I thought it was like a research trip that she was like, well, if I'm going, let's open it to alums of the school. So that's the thing I was under. That was the auspices. Is that a word? Look at me. I know someone said Chris is entering 2023 with a larger vocabulary. And I was like, well, jokes on you. That episode was filmed in 2022. Um, But yeah, it was through my mom's school, and it turned out to just basically be, like, a luxury cruise, uh, which makes sense for literally how gouged my bank account is, but worth every penny. So it was organized pretty much through my mom's alma mater, so there we knew that there were going to be people from all grades and class years of my mom's school. Um so that's how we found out about the trip is she got like some mailer about it. And then I saw that I was like, oh my God, I've always wanted to go to Antarctica because like the more difficult and like expensive. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Drag my ass like that. Um, no, just the more like impossible things are, the more I want to do them. So Antarctica has always been on my like thing, but I never realized that it was actually doable. And so on December 27th we of 2022, we went to the airport to fly to Buenos Aires. And from, so basically we went to Buenos Aires and then we, the next day we flew to... Two days later. No, it was just a day later. Because we landed and then the next day... Oh, the next day, my bad. Right? Yeah. No, I don't know. Service, it's like crazy yeah. how distant this already feels and we returned 48 ago. hours yeah. ago. Um, so we flew to Buenos Aires and was there anything eventful on the flight? No. Oh, we missed, yeah, yeah, we missed our, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so true. Wow. Just the way I blocked Miami airport straight up out of my brain. Um, nothing really happened in Miami airport, except I got shit faced next to like a playground that was inside, um, because I wanted to sleep on the flight from Miami to Buenos Mm -hmm. Aires. Yeah. That was nightmarish. So we made it to Buenos Aires and we just kind of walked around that day. And mind you, it's summer there. So it was like 85 degrees, but we are going. A lot of people assumed going to Antarctica was going to be really cold, but it turned out to literally be the same temperature as winter here in Delaware because the whole Southern Hemisphere. Plus wind chill. But yeah, okay. The wind was fucking cold at times. But yeah, so it was Philly weather, Philly winter, to Buenos Aires summer, which was 85. So like 35 to 85. And then to Antarctica, which was on a good day, 30. 50? Oh. No, 30. Oh. Listen in the morning or look at the TV screen? No, mom. 30. I was barely anyway, awake in the so morning. Yeah, the, yeah. So then going from Antarctica to Buenos Aires was hard because it was. Yeah, it, it just was like a confusing time. Yeah, it was confusing. So we nothing really eventful happened the first while well, we were in Buenos Aires. Um, we just kind of walked around, had like a cute little day. Hi to our friend that we met. Oh my God. In the airport and the friend in the bar. The hostess? Yeah, the hostess. The, uh, guys, I have fans in Buenos Aires, bitch. Hola. Hey. I know. Isn't she that, was so she nice. was so cute. I was like, hi. two friends in the airport. I don't remember the two people. The two, in the <gasps> oh my God. Yeah, they were cute. Um, anyway. Anyways, yeah, I'm popular. 
that they recognized you? Yeah, it was, well, in the Philly airport, that wasn't as shocking, but there were like two Irish girls and we just like, were talking the whole time and they had been longtime viewers. Oh my God. And we left on my 10th year of uploading my first video. So it was just like a really like eat, pray, love, eat your heart out <laughs> moment. Um, so yeah, we flew from Buenos Aires to Ushuaia, which is the southernmost city in the world town in the world yeah it's like not a city but i guess maybe it is um and it's pretty much it the vibe i got from it i mean when we landed out the window it it looked like the whole time it was such a mind fuck because i kept thinking we were in europe not south america and this was my first time to south america so i had never uh, well been there that yeah okay that's what i was trying to say Definition of first time. It's yeah, th- <laughs> thank you so much, Mom, for humbling me. Argentina does have a pretty strong Italian influence, though. Like some of the Spanish sounds a little bit almost like Italian Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So, yep, we just learned all that. Yep. Yeah, La Boca. See, I, yeah, we got a tour around Buenos Aires. <laughs> um, so the whole time, I just kept thinking we were in Europe. So when. We, Buenos Aires very much felt like Italy or France or just Spain. Like it just, European. yeah, it very felt European. very European. And so then when we went to Ushuaia from the plane, we saw all of these mountains and just this little, like, I mean, yes. Google pictures or wait to look at my Patreon or YouTube because it is just such a gorgeous town. And from the airplane, it gave me like Switzerland vibes or something. So I was just so confused where the fuck we were. And like, I didn't really sleep on the whole flight. So like from Miami to Buenos Aires. So I was just pretty tired the whole time. Um, But we flew into Ushuaia and then pretty much were whisked right to the port and got on the boat, a a boat, our boat. Oh yeah. yeah, We took a, Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really get to see the town. We did very much on the way back. Yeah. And it was, I, I, I it was it. so cute and gorgeous, but it really just felt like an Antarctica gift shop because you couldn't really have gift shops in Antarctica. Um, obviously. So I didn't really get, I didn't get a good understanding of Ushuaia, but yeah, when we landed there first, it was like cloudy. It was just the most picturesque, like sunset. Oh my God. It was I, like we could have turned around there and come back home. And I've been like, that was one of the most beautiful trips I've ever been on. Um, but then like my mom said, we got on a catamaran, which took us to the boat. And this was my first time like on a boat or like cruise. I have never been a cruise person due to the fact that, I mean, just, I don't want a buffet that is longer than 50 feet long. That is <laughs> horrifying with 5,000 people all in the same. no, and then like water slides. So I've just never really understood cruises like ever. So we get there and we see these huge National Geographic boats. And I'm like, oh my God, is that the fucking side? Like, mom, I can't do this. It was a two week excursion. Um, and so we got up to the boat and I was like, oh, she's cute. She's, she's, she's cute. And then we walked inside and I was like, this bitch is I mean, I it was. Is what? No, it, was, it was like serving. Nah, it's not going to work. No, it's like, ooh, sorry, Justin, you're doing so much bleeping. God bless you. But, you know, when like you're serving, it's it was like. Fine. We're not, it was no, like elegant. It. it was nope. like. It was elegant. Mm, it was like so, chic, elegant. Sing, you know, like. 
fine, perfect, but not the other part. So I'll pick up now because I'm afraid you're going to say that word again. Um, <laughs> it was like 120 guests. 150. 150 guests. So it was pretty finite. They call it, I think, a boutique expedition cruise. It was an expedition cruise, yes. which yeah, I, I mean... Little did we realize that they were really putting the expedition in expedition cruise. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, knew I... going into it that we would be like on these little Zodiac boats, like James Bond, Mission Impossible, like steering through the water. Like I think we you knew have to we were give Justin a picture of that. Because... We'll give Justin pictures, no, I know that. but for... like it really was. So we went into it knowing that it wasn't like just like a full like we feed you grapes kind drinking. of, yeah. yeah. Like we did know that there would be 24 hour room service and open bar and all of that. Open bar. <laughs> Just to be dead. Minor side <laughs> yeah. rant. It was like an open bar, but like the, the, once again, the cruise was so expensive that I was sort of like, well, I have to drink yeah. a ton to feel like we're getting, I mean, to feel like we're getting our value as if worth, we didn't, dude. yeah, as if we didn't see like literally the most life-changing shit ever, but <laughs> you know what I mean. So like calling it an open bar felt really stupid because I was like, well, um, is it? Yeah. My bank account's telling me it's very closed. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's an open bar with plenty and plenty of ice. <laughs> okay. We haven't even gotten on the boat in the story. My mom sh- was like, can I do this? And shows a video it was related from before, like the last okay. day. It's not um, So we get onto the boat and there's seven, eight floors on this boat. And it was brand new. So it was like so chic. So. Um, and. <laughs> When we got there, they separated my mom and I into like there was this big observational deck. No observation lounge. Lounge. Like no, no, big. no. That was the observation. Oh, we were in the lounge. We were in the lounge. They were in the deck. They were yep. in the deck. Got it. We in the club. Yeah. We ride slow. <laughs> we're doing things that the girls don't do. Were you not? Um, were you not stressed like being on a cruise ship, like sailing towards the land of icebergs? No, I mean, I definitely <laughs> called my mom the night before and was like, mom, I don't think I can go on this trip. Like, oh, I'm, did, did you have a I'm, I'm the king of the world moment? Like on the on the bow? No, I was on the bow a lot, but it was mostly because I was like literally jizzing over whales swimming <laughs> down below. Oh, I was thinking your Drake Passage moments, but we can get there. <laughs> okay, so we had this trip booked well before Drake's passage in Antarctica was such a fucking thing on TikTok and social media oh, and stuff. Not, I, so I don't do those. So it's just from my knowledge of Drake passage. It's not from TikTok. So. <laughs> my knowledge of Drake passage didn't come from, from TikTok. TikTok. No, it didn't. I remembered it. I was the one who told you. I was like, Mom, what? Drake's passage is the most dangerous passage in like mm-hmm. the world. Why are we yeah. doing this? So to prepare for it, I went to my doctor. Well, I asked the tour people. Um, because I'm historically not a great motion gal. No, she can barely go to the grocery store without getting motions. A little bit, but a little, um, a little. So I went to my doctor and got a prescription for those patches that you wear behind your ear, which Which I would say, I didn't know was a thing. 50% of the people on the ship had done. Yeah. Chris in our family, honestly is the motion. Okay. Guy. So, okay. I'm always stellar. We went to Disney, like the whole family would sit on a bench while we watched Chris go around and then when he said he was done we'd get up and follow him to the next ride so yes yeah but i did say because i'm a mom like maybe you should go check out the doctor and 
and at least bring those patches. Okay, with but you. it wasn't like I was like, I'm Iron Man, I can do anything. Like I had no reason in my life I agree. to get the but patch. I was a Girl Scout, so like prepare. Yeah, no, you definitely <laughs> yeah. are detail oriented and like think things through. Clearly, we know that I also do. Um, not. And so I thought I would be fine because I had no reason to think that I would get sick. So we, as we're boarding the boat, there's like talks that the people who just came back had a huge storm in Drake's Passage. Well, in fact, our flight to Ushuaia oh, it was got raining. delayed. Oh, yeah. yeah we, had, we actually spent like an extra half day in Buenos Aires. In Buenos Aires. Remember, we went to lunch and everything. Yeah. We took us out to lunch and everything because trip coming back so the boat just goes back and forth to to antarctica so the boat coming into ushuaia from antarctica had hit a really really big storm in drake passage so so we were like kind of like he 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 sucks for them it's gonna be drake lake for us not drake shake yeah and I will say, like, so we got on the boat much later than we are supposed to. So we got on. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. We got on the boat, like, literally at midnight. Or later. At, or later. And then before we could set sail, we had to do a fucking, which I get. And I'm glad it happened because if anything had happened, I would want that info. But when you read the room, it was like, they held a safety drill for when the boat sinks. Like at life three <laughs> lifeboat, the whole thing. Yeah. Life jackets, lifeboats, sirens. I mean, it was three in the morning, three in the morning. We didn't have our luggages in our room yet. Yeah, we didn't like, have luggage. That's a great point. Like yep. we were just kind of sitting around with our thumbs up our ass waiting for the magical seven whistles. And then the long siren. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That was uh, awful. Uh, so, I mean, we're just pounding drinks down. I mean, we were awake till five, maybe. Well, well I was pounding drinks down. Is, I... So the, the luggage came by separate passage. And so we have this uh, evacuation drill and then the luggage arrived. So it actually came into the boat on our side of the, the ship. So we, of course, Chris and I just hung out our balcony watching the luggage get loaded. <laughs> and, and then... But in the meantime, you had ordered a ton of room service, hadn't you? No. <laughs> not, not yet? No, the oh, provisions the provisions were Huge still being right, loaded. That's right. that's we were, fair. No, my that's mom kept, fair. this was a theme on the boat, I will say. My mom kept throwing me under the bus to all of these alums. No, and no, she was no, like, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Chris, no, oh, Chris, is that the balaclava you didn't let me wear? And I go, you never asked. <laughs> and you go, well, yeah, you offered and I didn't want to wear it. What <laughs> the fuck? Okay. I'm like, but, you so, don't need to put me down to make friends. So, in, so again, we are living in a fairly finite cabin. We did really great. But initially, we are good travel people. We together. are terrible. I would think, on face value, I would think we'd be terrible traveling together. But so our luggage, we had this drill, I don't know, 1 in the morning, three. The luggage came after that. And so we looked down our, um, what's it called? A the hallway. Or a hallway. And everyone else had gone to bed without their luggage. So everybody's so, luggage is outside their door. And we're like, who the fuck would do that? Yeah, and so, of course, our luggage comes like 3.30. And Chris is like, okay, well, let's unpack. Now, I would have lived out of my suitcase. But Chris is like, okay, mom, mm. let's go. Let's get what? things What? Okay, so, it was partially but that. It was, but no, also, I'm going to give you a compliment. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, because I would have lived out of my suitcase <laughs> for two weeks. But yeah. Chris put everything away. 
And so it wasn't even that, but there was, I would have lived out of a suitcase, but there was no room yeah, for, for our suitcases, suitcases to be yeah. out the whole I mean, time. We had a like, couch and a TV and a desk. And but everything. it was very like, but, honestly, it felt like, okay, there was this RV TikToker, YouTuber, I think a TikToker. And I used to be like obsessed with their videos and they would just do like my day in the life of living in like an RV. And it felt like I was watching one of their, like it was still beautiful and like spacious considering it was a boat with other people on it. But it was like two like twin XLs, but like minus the XL, it was like college twin beds pushed together. Or so my mom technically, we had our separate beds, but it was a super mattress with a hole down the center. Yeah, kind of. And then like it had a tiny two person couch and like a tiny coffee table kind of, like it just wasn't, spacious enough to be like let's live out of our suitcases but, actually, but there was a ton I agree with that. of but, shelving but for a boat i actually thought it was pretty spacious I mean, oh i did too i sat in red we had um, room service we played cards and, and there was a nice curtain partitioning the two sections and we had a balcony which at least on our way down on drake passage i mean i sat outside on the balcony and closed like this <laughs> i would wake up and my mom would be sitting out on the balcony in drake's passage with huge we're going like this you can see the boat rocking and my mom's just sitting out there reading and i'm like what the fuck is meanwhile she's feeling great because she has this patch on i <laughs> okay so we left at like chris always walked around with his little blue bag <laughs> <laughs> I will, that will, that story is coming soon. So, like a vomit bag? Yeah. So when, so we got on the boat and finished and we're in bed around 5 a.m. Oh, railings? Yes. yes. <laughs> around 5 a.m. So the boat obviously started sailing through the Beagle Channel. Between Argentina and Chile. Yeah. Like, so it's not right on the Drake's Passage, like, sea part. It's, you have to go through, like, a little passage in between yeah, mountains. And bit, then yeah. it's, like, the ocean, the, just the fucking wide wide ocean so we missed the whole going through like the mountainous channel so we woke up in drake's passage and it was calmer than i expected mostly because i saw just a bunch of people's videos recently with like waves slamming up against their windows and shit yeah, that was we that. never had any of that it was like 10 to 12 foot swell just 10 to 12 foot swells. Well, but I mean, so they, like the- You're so nonchalant. Like this is, you are a living endorsement for this goddamn patch. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. My mom is like twirling. I went upstairs and read. I made seven coffees. I, dwa da dwa da dwa. Meanwhile, I, for the first easy, but... 36 hours, I got probably 30 hours of sleep. It sounds like the two, you've had like a totally different experience and it makes me want to watch, rewatch the movie- Planes, trains, and automobiles. I don't know if you remember that movie. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, John Candy. Yes. But, yeah. like, mm -hmm. honestly, it really was, like, the perfect setup for a reality show to be filmed because it was – It we really are so different yet so similar, and it's so confusing to me how it works because – yeah, normally the dynamics are I'm fine and my mom is hurling or like looking like she I took a hurler, but I often you look well. like you yeah. took a tab of LSD the last time we were on a boat with that. <laughs> that I did. That was I horrifying. Did. Yeah. Anyway, so I was sort of picturing like that happening. I However, the that was the easy money was on me, you know, hugging the rail and Chris swinging from the chandelier. So we wake up to Drake's <laughs> passage and I'm like, oh, this isn't. We're not. And it's also not only that I felt sick, but. The way the boat was rocking when, like, when I would lay down, it felt 
incredible because it felt like you were just like in a hammock that was like slowly rocking you to sleep. So like a lot of the ways that I avoided the seasickness was to just sleep. So I truly slept for over an entire day. And I have never in my life and never in my life have I taken two weeks off like this. Like I've been doing YouTube for 10 years and in that time I've gone on vacations and I've been like, I'm not working, but I still am uploading. I'm still editing. I'm still fully doing emails and stuff. I had, we had like no Wi-Fi. We, I barely pulled out my computer. Like I, I genuinely did no work on this trip. So I think that's the most lasting thing for me is that I don't want to work anymore. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously I knew it was going to be an amazing vacation, a different locale. It's so weird calling we, it a vacation we, after. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have internet and stuff, but it was so not this world. I mean, we just drove down to the beach and we were talking about it in the car. We were in a car on a highway looking at farms and houses. And I said, okay, a couple days ago, this was a boat in water looking at icebergs. Everything about our life was different. There was no frame of comparison at all. Yeah, like even seeing icebergs and like the continent of Antarctica, like we went on the continent of Antarctica twice. And even that like didn't actually feel like seeing land. It like, I know it was land. It's just barren. But it's, yeah, it's, it just, it feels like you're on an iceberg. And also I did not realize until this trip that Antarctica is actually a landmass and not just a f- giant iceberg. I fully thought it was a giant iceberg. Had no idea there was actual land under there. So uh, if you're stupid like me, there is land. You're we like, saw what, it. you're like, what's this shit? A big old, big old snow cone? <laughs> yeah, I really just I thought like when everyone's like it's melting, I just thought that like there would be no more Antarctica. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize there was fucking like gravel under there. But it is kind of hard when even when you're there. Yeah, but that is part of it. It's like there are just a lot of icebergs. So yeah, just it was. Kind of confusing. Being back, it's just been so weird. Like even down to like getting text messages during the day, and it's just like, well, and it was just a long enough trip where like you, we got very used to this way of life, like just living on a boat, very confined spaces. Like, and the other thing that really hit me was how passive it was. So can I play this now? Sure. Okay. So this is how we woke up many days. So every room, every bathroom, every balcony, every separate separated room on this boat had an intercom Hold that on. could be spoken to us. So we woke so up we most mornings twice a day and um and it was all introduced over the well, intercom. Before- but many of them many of the morning wake-ups were 7 a.m. well with this. Can yeah. Okay. And so this would this is how I woke up every morning for two fucking weeks. No, you have to, mom. You're kill- You're blowing the. What can I say? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. This guy, Lovely. Anthony, love him. Lovely. He like the running joke. I don't know if every other boat before us had this, but we thought it was so funny. He'd be like, "Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon." And I'm like, "What the?" F-? So I would wake up to the loudest. Fucking intercom. Good morning, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. You are getting on a boat in five minutes. And I'm like, we have a lot to back. We've 
They, they the had an, a, a rough agenda. Like you're going to see the um, South Shetland Islands and the Weddell Sea and Antarctica and, and things. But every every afternoon at 6 or 6.30, we had a debriefing and they would show the weather chart and the weather can be extreme. So they would try and, um, so we were supposed to, I think, go do the Shetlands last on the way back to Ushuaia, but there was weather down further. So we did the Shetlands first. So every, the whole expedition so we did yeah, kind of well, earn that, the name of expedition. Well, because- that was what was cool. And I was going to get to is that like, even like this just felt so special. Like I was telling all of the crew and uh, staff and everything. I was like, you guys really like this was so above and beyond and beyond expectation because a lot of the places we went were these expeditionists first time also going to like, whereas they could have easily been like, and on your right, there's an, uh, an iceberg, and on your left, there's a penguin. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, get your picture and have a great time. Because, I mean, anybody going to Antarctica would just still be eating that shit up and be like, what a life-changing thing. But they were, like, changing our itinerary and basically following the good weather and then finding places that would have interesting learning opportunities or new things or X, Y, and Z. So it really was so cool that it was like yeah we really were like explorers (laughs) but it was unpredictable so you know we would do these expeditions and then they we'd have these debriefs they'd check the weather and they'd be like okay well it looks like we can get to this island overnight so they'd haul butt overnight while we partied and whatever (laughs) and then you know the more so then depending on how the traveling went overnight you know, we may get this, you know, really early good morning ladies and gentlemen good morning (laughs) and usually I was awake Often, sometimes, okay, always, always, I was in a was coma. Asleep. So I would maybe have met friends at breakfast or maybe be on my way there. And Anthony would be, good morning. And <laughs> I would be like, shut up. No, shut the F up. And yeah, whatever. But I mean, listen, okay, guys. <laughs> There's a reason that I was sleeping so late. And 7 a.m. isn't fucking late, by the way, just for the record. No, I agree. We the sun doesn't set great in point, Antarctica. No, I'm sorry, it does. It set at like 12:15 a.m. and then it would rise at 2:51 in the like morning. Sunset was 22:53, which is like 11 p.m. But even still, the though, sky night, is so. I, I still took photos till 2 a.m. Let me show a, you guys. On a night of a 22:53 sunset, and it was still light, and then the sun rose at 2:53. So. In theory, there was three hours of darkness. But <laughs> this we, picture? That was well after sunset. That's gorgeous. That was, That's gorgeous. That picture it's, was 11.38 p.m. And I took one that night at like and, 1.50, and technically the sun rose an hour later. Yeah. It the, was messed up. It was, so I just, like, by the time that it would be like one in the morning, I was thinking it was like, like 9 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Like we'd leave dinner at every night at 9.30. Like, all right, what are we doing? Yeah, and everyone's like going to bed because we have a 7 a.m. Yeah, it's so out bright outside. But then there'd be like entertainment and just play <gasps> games at Oh night. my God, the entertainment. Okay, anyways. So yeah. back to the pa- Drake's Passage. The way there. So when we went through the passage, the staff would put barf bags in all of the railings. So if you needed one, you could. So I... Because of the open bar. Yeah, because of the open bar. Exactly. <laughs> We'll just say that. Although I'd rather open barf. Open barf. <laughs> nice. Good Jake, one. You're but earning your keep here, dude. No. 
Baby Yoda's <laughs> clapping for you in the background. Um, so the best thing during that well, was the narrow passageways. And I mean, like, so I didn't do badly during Drake Passage, but the boat was still rocking. Like, I mean, on the way back, Drake Passage on the way back, we were in some presentation or something in the lounge and you could be feeling okay, but then you look straight ahead at the bow window of of the whole boat, and it's it's just all water, it's, and it's, then it's well, all sky. Camera, but it's yeah, it's just completely pitching. Like I don't know where the camera is. Okay, it's yeah, that just, thing right there. Okay, but like over here, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's literally going forty five degrees each way, and so yeah, you see sky, then you see ocean, then you see sky. So you'd be walking down the hall. And even though you might feel okay, the boat's still pitching like crazy. And there'd be like a room service guy coming down the hall with this big tray of stuff. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Hey, hey, But that's hey. what's weird. But it's like you hope you this... don't have one of those big lurches and wipe the guy out. Yeah, you know? all of the stuff. And they're, and they're on roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, yeah. So the first, I threw up, I think, twice on the way there. The first time it was... I think I no, ate you're like. You're not gonna say it. No, oh, I, I was I like after yeah. breakfast, and then I took my medication, and then I quickly vomited right after that. So it was the only thing, guys. There is truly, and I mean truly, no feeling, taste, sensory overload worse than taking 13 vitamins and medications, and then throwing them up with nothing else in the system. I was going to say that. It was. And also on boats, obviously, I, I'm assuming they recycled all the, the toilet water and all of that. So the water smelled like the, I was like, I was like at the toilet bowl. Like I was like, Ugh! and then I would smell the toilet water. Oh. And then I'd be like, <laughs> and then everyone's like, I think I hear a walrus. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, so that was like, really, that, that was pretty brutal. But we finally waking up to, oh, we should mention the dynamics of the boat. So they're about? the Russian people. I was going to bring that up because you've chastised me a few times for that. Well, you, yeah. Uh, well, I just, I think it's an integral part of this trip. So there were about 55 people from my mom's call, like alums from my mom's school. I would just say generally the boat was roughly 50, 50 Americans and Russians. Yeah. So and it was the Americans were a few Brazilians. So there was apparently supposed to be a whole Russian cruise of just Russian people, but, and you should tell what our intel is and how we, I absolutely will. So like a minute there, drama there was, yeah, it was like, we didn't really get TV, but this was like real Russians of Drake's passage. Like it was <laughs> like Bravo would have picked this shit up so quickly. So I guess like the cruise wasn't selling as well or whatever. So there was a Russian boat that was supposed to have all Russians on it. And with a British flag. With a British, which I don't understand. And the bar is only vodka. Yeah. And the bar. <laughs> so half of that cruise had to drop out because the men got drafted for the war. And, and this we got through our little espionage channels. Which yeah, so we'll get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get to it. The hell with the penguins. Let's just. I know this was like seriously <laughs> like the talk of the town, and by town I mean boat. Um. So, yeah. So they were supposed to have it, and so they joined our boat. So it was just or like the travel company merged the yeah, two trips. I don't really yeah. understand, but so it was basically just like strictly. Russian like oligarchs it felt like with trophy wives with yeah. wow it was just a crazy dynamic because it's Super like I would try to talk to them and they didn't speak English. like it was just so 
stark. I Can don't we talk about the suitcase or is that inflammatory? <gasps> no. Oh okay, my God. I'll, I'll talk about it. So, um, the morning we woke up in Buenos Aires that we are leaving for Ushuaia, we heard this woman singing in the room next door. And oh, it was, I was talk- no, I was talking about the suitcase on the, no, please don't bring up that oh, suitcase. Okay. No, better, but go for no. Yours. Okay. What happened with the suitcase? There was a suitcase that, uh, like one of the Russians had that said, I'm free. Thank God. What was in it? <laughs> and it had like, fuck Biden, fuck Macron, fuck, fuck NATO. Scholes, fuck NATO. Like, all of this shit, and we're like on an airplane with this suitcase, she and I'm like, my seatmate. Did security double check this one? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I only bring that up because that really played a huge part in this whole thing of like just the and the undercurrent. I wouldn't yeah. say it was a huge part. It wasn't it- the Drake's passage, but it was the undercurrent exactly. <laughs> so um, I say this because one of the nights of entertainment on the boat. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh my God. We wait. Okay. So we are just about to finish Drake's Passage. We're in the Arctic Sea and it's New Year's Eve. And so we celebrated New Year. Like we came into the New Year in Antarctica because like we had just pretty much gotten there. And so on New Year's Eve, all of the Russians like had, I'm, we had a strict fucking packing list of like your bags must be this size by this size by this size and weigh no more than this and you're this bag better not be more than this this and this and not weigh more than this and don't pack fancy clothes you're just yeah on the boat you're just chilling no big deal it's new year's eve and i was like mom we should pack like not something nothing crazy just like a button down and pants or something just for new year's on the boat like that'll be fun it's new year's eve and the Russians all start coming into like the observational deck, and there are sequence flapper dresses. There are <laughs> head to toe hot pink like spandex boots, oh stilettos, God. flat on party dresses. With, they like, had, like the Met Gala. Like it literally looked like, like a Met Gala measuring outfit. Every ounce we put in the bag, and they like, didn't give a fuck. By the way, no one checked yeah. any of it. <laughs> like at the last minute, somebody said, "Can you have those ice shoes? Those." Blade things that you can put on crampons. So we bought those, and you know that was like about fifty pounds of metal, and you know we were bringing all these productive things, and 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 I don't know, like oh should I bring two pair of mittens or no? And then the these outfits start rolling out. And I had brought a maybe pretty you know fancier shirt than this, and at the last minute it was like that that serves no value. I, I chucked it. And then when I saw the stuff, these people, it was unbelievable. I was like, how did these people get here with this? And so that night, all of a sudden they had like entertainment and then they were like, please welcome the Russian Lady Gaga. Did they say that? And immediately I, called her that. I was hooked. No, they said this. Oh, they did? I they were like, please okay. welcome to the stage Russian Lady Gaga. Lose my mind because this woman comes up to the stage and looked exactly everything. Looked, laughed, yes, like facial mannerisms. It was fucking insane. So she starts singing, and it is like, I mean, we had all just been on the boat, and this was honestly most of ours first time being awake in two days. So, like, not many (laughs) of us had really met. Like, and here she is doing, we found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless Like, she is belting crazy pop music. And it's mostly adults. Like, just full-on adults. 
And so, like, I mean, I was eating the fuck out of this. I was like, now this is a buffet. Yum, 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 yum. Oh, my God. So she sings, and I'm like, guys, Russian Lady Gaga. Oh, my God. And I think, honestly, I campaigned to have her have, like, a headlining show and then another one later on in the week. But that's for a different story. Um, so that's one of the reasons I bring up the Russians on the boat was just like, wow, they provided entertainment. So anyway, we wake up January 1st and well, we are, we like see land. We're can like, we just finish up on the Russians, like how we got the intel. Okay. So how we got all just, this intel I mean, just is it's funny. all of us were just like, oh my God, like, has anybody talked to any of them? Like, do we know, like, and, and like with the war in Ukraine right now, like it, I was definitely like. So do y'all support it? Are y'all for it? Are y'all funding it? I just had like a very like sinister, like, like we were all just kind of on edge. You should have done, you should have done man on the boat interviews. A man on the boat. No, every, so oh God, I tried for the entirety of this boat to go under the radar of like, I'm Chris, I'm Angela's son. That's all you need to know. And meanwhile, you're colluding with the Russians. And meanwhile, I'm colluding with the Russians. Exactly. I'm taking the 2024 election, bitches. I'm your president now. Um, so, um, so we would all just be like talking of like, has anyone talked to them? Does, do people know how they're even here? Because like Amex and MasterCard doesn't do business with Russia. And well, with the like war, why aren't the with... men drafted? And like... it's not like we came on with friends. I mean, we came on knowing each other. Yeah, this was my college, but I didn't know Anybody. any of the people. So, you know, when you meet people, you're not going to jump right into politics or assume anything. Except and, when and yet, there's dinner, 75 Russians on board. But at dinner, everyone's like, oh, what do you think about the Russians? Isn't this kind of uncomfortable? Oh. And so very quickly, you realized it was on the, the top of everyone's It really bonded everybody. Yeah. Um, and so... So a million meals of, what do you think? I don't know. Do you think they're nice? Should we talk to them? Has anyone talked to them? Have you talked to them? Well, yeah, it was... And it was just also a logistical thing of, like, how are they here if they can't afford... Like, if they yes. can't use MasterCard, Amex, like, if the men are supposed to be drafted. Yeah, there were a lot of draft-age men on the boat. Yeah, yeah. so we were all just kind of confused just Curious. based off of, yeah, based off of local... Current events. Current events, exactly. Local. Um, <laughs> here in Delaware, <laughs> the Russians are pulling up. <laughs> um, no, Skirmish but is on the eastern side so, of our town. So one day, this woman we met, um, we'll call her Patricia. <laughs> Patricia Arquette? Patricia Arquette, exactly. She was like, guys, we, I was, I didn't realize, but the hot tub is where they all congregate at night because there was like a hot tub and sauna on the eighth floor. And that was one of the reasons I was like, oh my God, this is, I never thought I'd be a cruiser, but here suddenly I see a sauna that overlooks Antarctica and I'm in. Um, and it really was gorgeous. But so she went up and she comes down and she goes, guys, I got, got all, I got Russians. in the hot tub with the Russians and I got all the info. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, I asked, how did they even afford so, this if MasterCard and Amex? And I'm sitting there going, you asked this? Yeah. So she tells us that like the Russians were able to pay for it because they had basically brokers in other countries in, that. Abu Dhabi or something? Is that where they went? Yeah. So they basically yeah, had people book the trip for them and they paid them. And the reason that there were men of drafting eligibility on the boat and not fighting in the stupid fucking war that they started was because they were essential business people in Russia. So essentially they were fucking loaded, I presume. 
And what other info did we learn? Oh, the 80% of them are for the war. Oh, I didn't learn that. There was there was another person that got in the hot tub and got I overheard. Dirt. Who was the other person? Do you remember? I know the one. I don't. Just... It was Putin. It was. <laughs> yeah, was... Putin was on board and said, "Meet me on the hot tub." But it was so funny. <laughs> or something. Subsequent <laughs> nights, you'd be eating with somebody different. And they'd be like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "Oh, well, Patty was in the hot tub with the Russians and blah blah blah." And it just sounded like, wait a minute, did that really come out of my mouth? Like, in what part of my normal life would I be talking like? You know, Susie was in the hot tub with um, Putin's friends and told us. So, yeah, you know, we were like learning all of this like information. And it was sort of two just, women, two American women who were actually brave enough to go jump in. And and I mean, I, every Russian person that I talked to, I had a really wonderful time with. I ended up in conga lines and on stage <laughs> dancing with. I was doing the real UN work here. So, you were. if you want to call me El Ambassador, feel free. Alrighty, now before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank one of our sponsors, which is MindBloom. If you do not know, MindBloom is the leader in at-home ketamine therapy for people looking for a new way to treat their anxiety and depression. They combine science-backed medicine with a guided treatment plan that is both affordable and fast-acting. To begin, take MindBloom's online assessment and schedule a video consult with a licensed psychiatric clinician. If approved, you'll work with MindBloom on your specific treatment plan and you will be mailed a customized kit complete with medicine, a journal, and treatment materials. Now, after only two sessions, 87% of MindBloom clients reported improvements in depression and 85% reported improvements in anxiety. So guys, it's time to enter your next chapter in mental health and well-being. Achieve transformational outcomes with MindBloom. Luckily, right now, MindBloom is offering our Unhinged listeners $100 off your first six-session program when you sign up at mindbloom.com slash unhinged and use promo code unhinged at checkout. Once again, go to mindbloom.com slash unhinged and use promo code unhinged for $100 off your first six-session program today. What's that? You need it one more time? No worries. I got you. That's mindbloom.com slash unhinged and promo code unhinged. Thank you. Now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank another sponsor of today's episode, which is Way. Take your hair, body, and lifestyle routines to the next level with Way's award-winning products and signature scents created by celebrity stylist Jen Atkin. I love Way's products from the leaving conditioner, which I think is sitting on my counter from unboxing it today, to the dog shampoo. Oh my God, I just bathed Booger in it and she smells so fucking good. I love their hand soap, their hand lotion. They have so many amazing products. I just love the way that my hair smells and feels after these products. I love the way that my dog smells and feels after these products. And I know that most of us have dealt with dandruff at some point in our lives. In fact, one in five of your friends is motherfucking flaky. With it being the new year, they want Flake Free to be the way to be in 2023 with their new anti-dandruff shampoo. It is formulated with their Cape Town fragrance that has notes of ginger and spearmint. And it also contains salicylic acid to gently soothe itchy, irritated scalps while keeping your hair clean and soft. Now, after 28 days, 100% of participants agreed that they saw fewer flakes and their scalp felt less itchy and irritated. And that goes back to the way that Way likes to make every product designed for effortless routines in your life 
your way. So in the new year, do more than drugstore with the new anti-dandruff shampoo from Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code UNHINGED for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com slash unhinged. Thank you so much, Way. I literally love your products so much. And the fact that you are supporting my podcast means the world. Everybody go to theway.com and use code UNHINGED. And let's get back to the episode. Make holiday gatherings more delicious at Whole Foods Market. Whether you're the host or the guest who aims to impress, save now on baking essentials from 365 by Whole Foods Market. Need some extra help? Pick up crowd-pleasing flatbreads that are ready to heat or build a lovely charcuterie board with sales on specialty cheeses and meats. Holiday wines and beers are also on sale starting at $7.99. Host the perfect holiday party with Whole Foods Market. Must be 21 plus. Please drink responsibly. Anyways, so we wake up on New Year's Day. Yeah, we're only on the first day of this trip. Um, we wake up New Year's Day and we like see icebergs and like, what was oh, that? Was, was that so land? jubilant when I saw. That was, it was like it waking was up on the most ultimate snow day. It, it was really... two days of open ocean. And right before we left, Chris was like, mom. And that's how you say it. Mom, we're going to be out at sea, like with nothing in sight. Like they had these bird watching get togethers. And I'm like, excuse me, there's nothing out there. there. No, there were a ton of birds. And Drake Passage? Oh, I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah and Drake Passage, like, they were all following our boat oh, on the way were, back. Remember? Uh, on the way there, though. And in I don't case, know. I was not I, conscious I on the way there. I definitely remember the morning I woke up and we had gotten within sight of land. It felt really cool it really did yeah it was just like cool to see land again and so we did like the first thing we did was like a zodiac those are what the boats are called like they fit 10 people i literally feel like they could pop at any given moment and so we did a yeah zodiac like an hour and a half boat ride around icebergs and i mean it was so that was probably one of like we saw tons of penguins and whales and seals that day was probably was really the most magical just because it was new. It was well, like we, one, were there. Yeah. Two, it was the new year and new me. Three, it just to see these icebergs in person is like people have been no, asking I me agree. about this trip and I don't know how to describe the things that we saw because it was just so indescribably another world like it was stunning like the colors that you saw of blue and Mm -hmm. the water the ice in the ice like it there were things where it looked like if you sprayed antifreeze in the snow it looked literally like that but it was obviously nature and it was just like i remember thinking like holy Shit. That first day when we saw it, we were in the Zodiac and we saw. The, oh, these are the Zodiac. Yeah, that's boats. a Zodiac. They're oh. like. I was wondering what. Oh, wow. They're like yeah. literally Mission so Impossible like, boats. Yeah, you sit like five people on a side and. Yeah. And with, that's how we zoom And they around. bounce. So every hit, wave you was, hit, you're like. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I have that a question day, for you. When, you. when you were there and you stopped to, to look. Obviously, it's so hard unless you're there to understand how breathtaking the view is. What was the sound like? Was it just sheer quiet? It was silence. It was really quiet. Silence. It was (laughs) literally, guys, I truly, after this trip, could 
live so far off the grid. Like I really, this trip actually, like I genuinely felt that I could leave my life and just explore the Antarctic yeah. and like take notes and do observate. Like I, holy shit, so the gonna, serenity. Yeah. Of I'm going to put it. up just another logistics picture. Of course I can't do it. Cause I know <laughs> she has arthritis. So I, no, because I can't figure out the orientation. So that's like, 10 people in a Zodiac and in the very back, you can see the mothership that oh, it's pretty blurry, but there are aliens out there. Yeah. The, we got abducted. <laughs> I'm Zdorn. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, the silence was just, I mean, yeah. when we were like anchored in some of these waters, the water would be so calm and you would just have these picturesque mountains and glaciers and icebergs and, whale tails and not <laughs> i'm not talking about thongs bitch i knew you were about to hop on that justin um <laughs> and penguins and whale it just it really was and the freshness of the air the silence and the freshness of the air were two of the things that like yeah you kept saying oh let me fill my lungs with this air. literally i saw a tiktok <laughs> where it was like if you have a deviated septum which i'm pretty sure i fucking do if you take your thing and like lift your and you that's like what a normal <laughs> breath of air feels like. I did that so many times. It was so crisp and so, oh my God. Like my lungs were like, thank you. You'll never be able to see this, but it's a video of us just, I don't know how to do that. Okay, uh, gonna... Just bombing through the, oh, oh the... just look at the, it was just so. Yeah. Like, it felt like really, a movie. Oh, it, it, it was. It felt like a fucking, Especially like it felt like we were Zodiacs, in. You're eight, nine inches off the, the surface. And when we went over oh. like little shards of ice, you could hear them under the boat. Yes. Like it was just, well, and that was cool. So on the way back, I think, uh, going back towards Ushuaia, um, as we were going through Drake passage, the boat, I don't know, they would say, Oh, it's a class, whatever icebreaker, a P five. I, oh, I think they said, whatever. but I on the way, on the way up, I mean, that Maybe. was part of all the navigation was trying the radar and all a drone and all kinds of stuff, trying to avoid all the ice. But on the way back, they did cut Navigate. through some ice and, and break it. And it, it was kind of cool to go through. Like it was cool. The first time when we were eating dinner and the sun was up, it was not as cool yes. when it was four in the fucking morning that and the pitch true. black. That is and true. all of a sudden you wake up to, yeah, when we were eating dinner, we heard all this noise. We ran over and I was and like, well, this is it. a big boat. Let's cut through some ice. And they were like, bet bitch and then the next a couple days later everyone you know breakfast the next day and they said on the famous intercom yeah what were y'all doing at 4 a.m i bet you were all awake because the boat did cut through some major and they ice. took footage of it and it was so yes, cool yes we do have a video of that i mean um, that, it was very cool yeah it just we like we can't go through every day because this podcast episode will literally yeah, be, be so forever. fucking long. But so when getting back to the whole sound thing, yeah, it was super quiet unless we were at like a penguin rookery and then it was bananas. It was actual like B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Tens of <laughs> thousands of penguins rearing their young. So I'm trying to think. So the first day we did the icebergs, what was the evening thing? Oh gosh, you want to go through every expedition? <gasps> oh, was that the polar? That was the polar plunge. Oh, the polar. Guys, I jumped in he Antarctic did. water. He did. I he have did. never been in worse shape in my life. And I literally was like, here is my bare naked body. Uh, another whale joins. I jumped in. He did. He did. I got a certificate. <laughs> did you skinny dip? I didn't skinny dip. It was like a fully public thing. The and there were kids on the boat. Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't trying to go to jail immediately. <laughs> 
How cold was it? How cold? It was so un- uh, like, here's the fucking thing. I think I was so everybody, all the adults were like, I'm not going to do it. My heart could stop. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean your heart could stop? So all the adults are like, yeah, you're, you could go into shock and die. And I'm like, a ton of people did it. Yeah. A ton of people did it. Yeah. I saw a bunch of kids and old people do it. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. Was it a new year's day thing? It was New Year's Day, I think, right? Yeah. Well, that's when you do the polar plunge. That's it was, oh, yeah, because that was where we saw the humpback whales in the afternoon. Okay. In that, like, really, with the Superdome, the Astrodome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah, that yeah. day. That's so we saw, like, humpback whales and their tails going in. And so later that night was the polar plunge. And I literally, it was, I, I was like, okay, I have to do it. I don't want to do it. But, like, I'm never going to be in Antarctica again. Like, I got to do it. And so I jumped in, like I dove in, and it was really fucking cold. (laughs) But I wish I stayed in longer and like kind of enjoyed it a little bit. But it was, I mean, it was so, and I mean, based off of all of the sea life we had seen up until that point, I was kind of like scared as fuck jumping in because I'm like, oh, well, five minutes before I jumped, there is a huge humpback whale, probably 20 to 35 feet just that's so cool off of where we are diving so i'm like what am i diving the fuck into even and so like i dove in and i got like more scared of like the fact that i'm in open waters in antarctica than i am that it's like cold like to me the coldness was like i've done ice second yeah this it was like the second i went in it was like for the first time in like four days, I had actually seen darkness and I was like, holy shit, where the fuck am I? And then I tried, and then it started to hit me that it was cold as I was trying to get on the ladder to like, I couldn't find, anyways, it was fucking awesome. It was like sunset. It was one of the most beautiful things ever. Mom, you killed the camera work for that. Thank you. Um, I don't usually. So that was, that was really like, so like, I'm so glad I did that. But I do want to say, and this is something I wanted to say earlier, because uh, I saw a wonderful thing on the internet of, Chris, why are you in Antarctica? That is so damaging. <sighs> Bitch, driving to the grocery store is damaging, okay? And on top of it, this boat's number one priority was understanding that this is a very fragile ecosystem and all of that, the amount of protocol we had to go through to get off of the boat, even for the polar plunge. That's a great point. Like, we had to go through disinfectant. We had scrub to our scrub our boots. There was, we were, everyone made sure that nothing from Antarctica came onto the boat and nothing from the boat came out of Antarctica. Yeah, so, I mean, there was, we got material to read before we went about, um, so some species have been purposefully introduced to Antarctica. I don't want to misspeak, but I think... Mice and rabbits, honestly, come to mind from a predator oh, yeah, point of view. Oh, yeah, that feels similar. But um, feels also similar. a bunch of microbes and stuff like that that they don't want introduced, which, you know, I re- it was interesting reading. I'd never, I'm ashamed to say, really thought about what a pure ecosystem it is. Oh, my God, so, that's all I thought about. I was like, there's I mean, not even a McDonald's here. Well, no, but I mean, pure <laughs> from like a microbiome point of view. But, you know, it's true. I mean, we, we scrubbed, and then when we'd leave each place... They'd have a foot wash set up there, and then when we get, on get the back boat. on the mother boat, we honestly it was scrub and disinfect. I didn't yeah. need to use the gym on the fucking boat because this putting on all of our gear. We had waterproof pants, jackets, backpacks, true. life jackets, boots, 
coats, another club, another club, and bus, so sometimes, airplane. Like, we have a morning expedition, and then we'd all hang out. We'd have lunch, hang out, maybe have a drink, and then maybe. be like. Oh, do you want to? Oh, and then, oh, the next expedition. You'd be kind of rolling your head like, oh, my God. And then we're like, guys, wake up. We're in Antarctica. Why the energy to go to base camp, which is what they called all the lockers. Yeah, the third deck is like there's a locker room. Well, that's the door how we got onto the boat. Yeah, so you get off on and off the boat through the side on the the third deck. But it was like base. Everyone, blue and red groups down to base camp. I don't know why that bothered you so much. And just base camp. Like. I'm Every like, time we go down, she's like, ah, base but camp. Like <laughs> I mean, don't make it sound like I'm in the army or anything. I mean, I was like, oh, base camp. And it's like, oh my God, all these tribal people let us all prance down. So I don't know. It was just kind of. I mean, but for what we were doing, like, I felt base camp earned its fucking name. I, I, mean, I honestly had to too, because we had to wear a life jacket everywhere we went. All our clothes. We learned yeah, how to like grab to get onto a boat. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we had to grab uh, the wrist because, because if, you let go, if I let go, he's still I'm holding on. Mr. But Strong. Is, yeah, so, and then if I let go, well, now yeah, I'm dead. So, so. so you learn all these protocols. So every time you get on and off, you know, you couldn't just you like, to, oh, no, I'm fine. Be like, yeah, I was our, like, guys, this is a little extreme. <laughs> um, I'm sure they tell you like ways to not interact with wildlife, too. Right. Where they like, oh, they set up every time we went to, on feet. land. They had um, their Stage. expedition leaders who were well-versed in all of the ecosystem and whatnot, like basically put like ski walking sticks in oh. formations that would be like, don't walk past here. Only follow right. this guide. Like, And we had previously been told like, okay, for penguins, don't get within 15 feet. For seals, mm-hmm. don't get within 45 feet. And don't stand between any animal in the and water. water. Yeah. Um, and for, they, polar, for polar bears, they only drink Coca-Cola. Well, there are no polar bears <laughs> in Antarctica. I had no That's idea of that. Yep. Which will be my next trip. Yeah, I'm so down yep. for that. Oh my yep. god, Chris and Angela take the Arctic. Yeah. I think we need to have a docu fo- a follow series with you two. We really yeah. should, Jake, get working on it. Snap snap. I'm working- <laughs> By the way, I have one thing to announce, Chris. You booked a role, but I cannot tell you what it is until after the podcast. So congratulations. I did? What? So all that work that you did, looking at penguins and all of that, you nailed you nailed it. So congratulations. Ah, so there you go. Right. There you're going to be go. on Room Raiders? <laughs> I am. I'm going to. Oh, my God. Wait. How did you know that? <laughs> what did he say in here? He's, you're going to be on Room you? Raiders? That was one of the shows they referenced. And Are I was you? like, ooh. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's why I'm like, wait, really? what? Oh, wait, Jake, how did you find that out? A, a little birdie texted. That's all. <laughs> oh, my God. What? And also, guys, I want to tell you that there, if all goes according to plan, will be a future episode of Unhinged in February with a real housewife. Ah! Sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Oh, my God. I am literally busting over this. Okay. Anyways, back to Antarctica. Well, no, I just want to say that the the fact that you went off and you were off the grid, you and I talk all the time and you and I talk before you left. It was awesome just seeing things unfold as you were on this massive expedition adventure and you and your mom just loving life. So nothing better than good things coming in while you're having fun. Thank you. Well, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Good things weren't coming in while I was having fun. That was probably one of the most stressful things about my trip was trying to do that fucking audition. (laughs) From the boat. On the two-year anniversary of the insurrection. Oh, God. 
That was going to be one of my jokes was happy and happy second year anniversary of the insurrection. <laughs> but I never got to make that joke because we were Andre's passenger. But I think it's a good mental, but it's a good mental health note for people that, you know, sometimes it's a good idea to get untethered, take a moment, breathe a little bit. Yeah. See, I told my therapist this yesterday where I was like, oh my God, it was truly like two weeks off. Like yeah. I have yeah. never had two weeks off like this. I mean, since like fifth grade. And things worked out. I don't know if they worked out, but coming back to real life is fucking brutal. Like so, it's, it I is. can't do this ever again so where I, mean, I take two, like, cause I'm ready to commit. Like, oh no, not like that. Like, just like to a phoneless life, uh, just a life of silence and But not simplicity. only just cut off and that every, all your senses was taking in things that were foreign. I mean, you were, you had no way to calibrate or, way of or, or to it. tether to your normal life. Like I said, instead of driving down a highway, even like I've lived on or near the beach my whole life, and you're used to looking out and seeing, like we we're on the boat, looking out and seeing water passage, but you'd see like tiki bars or beach huts, and this was icebergs. I mean, I can't convey how off-putting it was. And then, in the best way. In the, in the absolute best way. And then things like... Um, no work, no cell phones. I mean, like I said, at some point, somebody... Oh, I, like, I, I don't even have to choose what I was eating. Well, like, I was, it was just, just... <laughs> just going to just say, get work up to that. So, I mean, yeah, somebody comes in and says, oh, those Idaho, that Idaho killer was found like 10 days ago. So Wait, just, it was? Yeah, like... in. Yeah, like I found out in the middle of the trip. Okay, you're finding out today. Oh my God, I just found out live on air. <laughs> yeah, live on air. But so a lot of that was like, you know, like, wow, that's wild. But as Chris started to talk about it was so passive. Like, Auntie would be like, hey, get up. Expedition one. Like, you go, okay, go down, put on your waterproof pants, whatever. Oh but then we had this Michelin five star chef on board. So you'd go down, you'd have, you know, you'd plop down for three meals and like two of them you went and just picked your own food. But dinner it was a menu and they waited on you. And like one of our colleagues couldn't decide on what dessert to have. So they brought them all three. It was just, so passive. Um, and now to get home. And, and now I'm putting the ass in passive. My ass is fucking fat with but, a pH. But you know, bitch. now it's like you get hungry and you go, hello, hello. Well, even when we got to <laughs> Buenos Aires, I got have to go buy it. I have to make it. I have to choose. We landed in Buenos Aires after leaving the boat. And we had dinner at the hotel and I was staring at the menu and I literally was like, I don't know how to order right now because I. Yeah, I I don't I like just getting back to real life has been yeah so fucking difficult. <laughs> Today's day two, and my mom was like, "How are you today? You seem a little off." And I'm like, "I'm overthinking everything today, <laughs> dude." It's readjusting to no open bar. <laughs> well, for real, for real. I'll cheers to that. <laughs> no, I. And I have to buy my own booze. I know. And, well, and and ice your days on the rocks. And, <gasps> well, that was what was cool is a lot. Some days kayakers would be kayaking and there would be, I guess, like ice floating in the ocean or something, or they brought back like a little chunk of ice and would bring it to the bar upstairs and they would break. And I had a little cocktail with glacier ice in it. That's super sick. Whoa. That's awesome. It really, that was really cool. Um, I was looking for the photo of the day where I just... Did you eat any snow? We, I got some okay, okay. Before. So right. on this trip, I will say, they said, do not touch anything Don't, on, yeah. on land. Like, do not 
like don't put your bags down things can have bird flu we bird went to flu. this we went to vega island which was funny because the name of the boat was the sh vega and so we went to the island and it was like uninhabited but it had a fresh layer of snow so i was like and I took a little, a little finger full of snow, and then my mom. Naughty. <laughs> I took a video of my mom eating the snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chris is like, mom, mom, take some snow. Well, he took like a fingernail clipping. My mom and took like a fucking handful. Handful and put, put it, it in, all in her and mouth. Then I was like, yeah. And then Chris's course made me laugh. Yeah. Show the kid how it's done, mama. And then, and then, and then I was like, wow, am I breaking protocol? I felt kind of bad, like. Don't let anyone see me. I know. I felt really bad yeah, about literally. You can swallow the evidence, though. No one will know. I know. Yeah. No one really. And I mean, the well, only person that's going to get harmed is me. So well, when I heard they were bringing home stuff for cocktails, I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, I feel so much yeah. better. Why is our camera out of focus all the time? I have a question for you. Your favorite animal. What, what was your favorite animal? Oh. My favorite animal? Cut to video of the penguin shitting. <gasps> oh my god the way that i learned how penguins shit so that blew day, we, my <laughs> mind and my asshole so first of all i mean just before i even so there's why is this white thing? lines all over the island there we go like just white lines like well yeah all of the penguins are sitting on a little mound which is their nest and then it's like almost a sun with white lines well just even before the rookery there were just the white lines heads. everywhere never thought about what it could be <laughs> and then at one point Chris, and we're, so we're on this island that's a rookery there's fifty thousand hundred thousand i mean a million penguins and chris is like oh i'd love to get a video of it shitting and i'm like what are you five and that is literally <laughs> verbatim a conversation so then and then she was like and then I was he like, gets that footage, and it's like, well, I'll be damned. That was actually very. That's not as bad as me. My mom getting footage of a baby penguin getting taken by a fucking what is that bird called? Petrol. <gasps> oh, Petrol. No. I did. Oh, I really fuck. So we're on this island. Um, it's like I said, it's a rookery. It's what just was it called Pepelina. A Pe round bluff. No, that was oh, that was the continent of Antarctica. Periantos Island. Periantos. Periantos Island. P with yeah, a P. B. No P. It was a, a P. P. It was me. It was a I took notes. I kept a journal. I fucking um, didn't, so I'll take her word for it. Yeah, yeah that's smart. Um, well, because I knew this would happen. It would all. It's so clear. But when this you're is there. where there were chinstrap and gentoo penguins. Yeah. We learned three types of penguins: gentoo, Adeli, and chinstrap. Yep. Chinstraps have a little black thing under their chin. The gentoos have, have white eyes, little white things above their eyes, and a orange beak. Aww. And then the Adeli penguins are like black and white and have white eyeliner. Anyways, I'm uh, an explorer or whatever. So when we're which one do you want to adopt? Um, I didn't like the chin straps. They just gave me like weird vibes. Like they would put something in your drink. Like I, they just <laughs> like I don't know. They just aren't that cute. I really like the Gentoo, but then I saw the Adeli and I'm like, honestly, the white eyeliner is Ooh, kind of a vibe. That all Walked into the water after each other. They <gasps> were the, that was the cutest. Oh my god! It <laughs> was just living cutest. like in a fucking episode of Planet Earth. Like it was after so many years of watching that shit high, watching penguins in real life jump off of rocks yep. in masses, just following each other. Like this it vlog, I truly like, felt like David Attenborough. I was yeah. like, and here the penguins. <laughs> it was almost jump. like their tribe got together that morning and said. Let's give they'll them a be, show, they'll bitch. They'll be humans yeah. here today. Put your fins in, girl. Woo! Like, so I, so there's a whole island of penguins. Oh, it's a wing. And then uh, these two brown birds 
arrive. And it's like giant and, petrols. And I was like, oh. okay, this cannot be good. Right. We don't, so we don't on, stand. So later on, I found out they come and they work together. And one of them distracts and the other one is a predator. So I was watching one and, you know, it was kind of like, you know, we're, and we're told you can't interact with them. It's not like you can shoo them away. What's going to happen is going to happen. So I'm sitting there like just beaming bad thoughts to this petrol and he's kind of minding his business. He, but I mean, it's just, it would be like, I don't know, the grand, the rookery is like the grand central station of penguins, right? They're just everywhere. It's chaos. And so it's pretty easy pickings for this petrol. Anyway, all of a sudden I noticed the other one. Where is he? Oh, he's over away. So I'm looking and part of me is thinking, okay, the women are all busy on the nest. What the hell is wrong with these male penguins? Can't they get on this, get Thanks together to and chase off these petrols? What is their problem? So I'm watching the faraway petrol. A man and not doing something for I'm, a woman? I'm trying to what? make it like that, but it is kind of funny. Anyway, um, I watched watch this other petrol He's gone farther away and I'm seeing him on the ground. It's kind of far away, but I see a bunch of penguins chasing him. And I'm like, okay, let me get my phone. Good job. Those male penguins are finally chasing this guy away, which they were, but after he had already snatched a chick. Oh. And so I was thinking I was getting this great victory footage of like, yay, the penguins are victorious. And then as the petrol's flying off, you know, and, Profile, yeah, it's got a chick. So yeah. you got the kidnapping. Yeah, it's the kidnapping. The life. And that's all I'm gonna sing because we don't have the rights. Um Yeah, I really like I didn't love the elephant seals, but they really were just fucking fascinating. And I guess I kind of resonate to them on a human level, especially after all the food I ate. They are Lethargic, fucking nothing. Massive. massive. They are giant land slugs. Like when you're watching Planet Earth, like you're just like, oh, no, seal. Wee, 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 wee. When you see that motherfucker in real life doing the worm to move and all oh, eight tons of its yeah. fucking flubber yeah, are, <laughs> oh my God, I think I took a slow mo of one of them doing it. Well, you don't even need to take slow mo. Real mo is slow mo. Real mo. Real mo. So they are enormous. When real mo, like, real mo is slow mo, no homo. I'm going to the water. It was, it was just, it just yeah. It was, it, it was, was just cool because also they fight a lot, and the way that they fight is bashing their fat bodies into another fat body. They just rear up and go boom. And they gave me such booger vibes. They have these huge eyes oh. and just like a. <laughs> like oh my god, the way that that literally it looked was like not one attractive. Booger, is cute. <laughs> Booger no, Booger is cute, but like it was just wild. Like yeah, and, and they like would make even really nasty. Like they'd sleep, sleep, oh my sleep, god, sleep, and so then all of a sudden you'd see one of them picture, itch or whatever, picture and your wettest fart, and they chest bump each other and go. Oh, <laughs> you're just kind of filming it and going, oh god, should I be filming this? This is terrible. I mean, it's so. It, no, it really like as wasn't, cute like, as the penguins are. These guys were. But I also thought elephant seals ate penguins. They fucking don't. They don't. So that was a that was a happy story that day. I guess I was yeah. kind of wanting some drama on the trip besides no. Russia. But <laughs> um, yeah, the elephant seals were just great. Oh my god! Like it was just even there was this one place, Elephant Point, where there was just like a peninsula that kind of came out like a little jetty essentially, and the whole. Fucking things was penguins. Is that the and one then, where the the oh penguins and then seals were on seals the are like all yeah. on the whole thing and then that picturesque glacier yep. in the background. Yep. Oh my god, I wanted to 
fuck that yeah. iceberg. It, it was, was so everything was set. so funny. Oh, the Instagram picture with like my faux fur jacket <laughs> and that ice thing in the background, that was what I'm talking It was like the Aquafina logo, but like on crack. I'm trying to think this through. It was the most, it was literally like if you Googled gorgeous ice mountain with snow. And then had all these things. It was just stunning. And, and so that was the backdrop of Elephant Point. And there were just, I mean, probably 50 elephant seals just on the oh, beach least, yeah. laying. Some of them fighting, some of them mo- like doing the worm to move. There was just so many penguins. And on the beach, there were so many bones. There was a rib cage probably the size of my dining table, which is like 66 inches or something. Humble brag. There was a full, yeah, I've got a 60 inch, 66 inch <laughs> dining table. Um, no, but that's a lot of wood. I actually, I think it might be bigger. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but there was also like a full skeleton of like a whole seal. Just it, I swear to God, it felt so hard to describe to people like, yeah, I'm on the same planet as you. Like, it just felt like we went to a different world. Like, it, like, just to see a full seal skeleton, it was like, like the seal was mid swim and then just got vaporized and its skeleton was just. <laughs> sorry, I'm just <laughs> bursting with excitement. His body's been taken over by an elephant seal. <laughs> but that, that's also the noise they made. We'd, that's we'd go to land, like, after a meal, and then it would, like, I would be like, wow, I'm really gassy. And then you would hear, like, an elephant seal go, like. <laughs> And I'm like, no, okay, that was a seal for sure. Like, it was just the most disgusting, guttural, but I have to liquid say, shit sounds. That day we went to this island he's talking about with the beautiful iceberg in the background. I actually had a feeling like I was at, and this sounds weird, but like a human beach. Like, the penguins, you, when we it did kind the of bay, feel human and all off to the right is this huge bit of beach with, at that point, probably the biggest population of penguins in one place we had seen yet. We hadn't been to a rookery. So they were all like, and they're hyper And then you go around, cross over to the other side, and there's all the seals, and they're just Just fat as fuck laying there. laying on the beach. Oh, I love them. such a human vibe. Like, just like Cabo. This was, yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. But it really, I mean, now as I'm thinking back on it, I'm not sure I could have articulated it then. But now, no, that's so it definitely was like, you know, socializing. And then just all the beach bums lying there. They did not care what was going on. And when I think back, just the picture in my mind is it's a very human vibe to it. It was really. Well, I also feel like know. it's like we could have just pull, pulled up an umbrella and two yeah, chairs and I, totally definitely. all coexisted. Yeah. Like. Because I don't think that was where they were raising chicks or whatever. I didn't get that uh, No, vibe. I didn't get that vibe at all. Yeah. I just, I, well, there was also, yeah, I don't know. And there was also like thermal heat coming from the ground. So it was like steaming. It was. <gasps> Whoa. Dude, it just like yeah. is so hard to articulate. Like, I guess you'll just have to wait for the vlog. <laughs> nice. It's almost like visual effects. It's almost like James Cameron. You didn't need Way of the Water Avatar, right? No, but it really, like, it's so hard to say, like, it felt like we were living in planet Earth without that sounding so stupid. But, like, there is, like, you, as someone who has watched so much planet Earth in their life, you just, like, you see it on TV and you don't register it as, like, oh, this is the same planet we live on. Maybe you do and you're not smoking weed during a grid for you. But for me, like, I watch planet Earth and I'm just, like, oh, yep, steam comes out of the ground and a penguin jumps in the water off the beach. Totally. Yeah, I get that. 
But like to see it in person, like all of these animalistic behaviors and, and again, just in the absence action. of any trappings of our normal life, like there was a TV. They're not room. used to people. The only, the only thing we did on the TV was get the, the schedule for the day and see what was in room service. But like the TV remote had a Netflix button and I'm like, oh yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, Netflix does not exist on Antarctica. So, I mean, there were, even though you might think you had some trapping of your life, you didn't. So you're seeing these things, not in addition to like, this life, but in a totally alternate well, reality. We had coffee on the boat. Well, but I meant just, just a, strip, a really stripped down existence. Yeah, really. no, I but mean, it was just weird to see like steam coming off the ground because yes. there's literal volcanic shit under well, it or whatever. Remember, like, we went to an island that was like, like Deception a, Island. Like Deception Island, almost a circle. Well, that's because we it, were, the water was. Uh, in, the in the caldera of, of this volcano that was Deception Island. So, you know, we're sailing and, you know, hanging out on the rim, you know, that's above ground. Of but you this, could see bubbles coming and, up from the yeah, ground in the water. From the thermal well, vents. And it was, it's yeah. just, it's so hard to like actually yeah, grasp that we yeah. didn't get on like a spaceship or something. Exactly. It really Like is. it really, like, and the penguins are so not used to people that, they don't even pay them any mind. Like, none of the animals seem startled by us. Granted, we were. You were wearing a big penguin costume. Yeah. Well, some people brought <laughs> penguin onesies on the boat, and it was oh, really? just, like, so funny. Um, I mean, not out into the wild. Yeah, 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 because we have, like, a uniform. Yeah. But um, it just, it was, it's so, like, people are like, how's your trip? And I just, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Because it almost doesn't feel real. Like there were some parts where like we would be on a boat and we'd be passing land or an island and I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, we're in like Alaska or like Wyoming. Granted, Wyoming's fucking landlocked. But like, you know, you see mountains and you're like, okay, I can conceptualize mountains. But then when there's just penguins, peng oh my God, we would just be on the boat going from like landing site to landing site, and there would just be penguins swimming in the ocean. Well, that was so cool. Everywhere. Like, we had gone to a bunch, like I said, first we saw them just kind of inadvertently, and then after a couple of days, we went to rookeries where they were raising their young, and there were just staggering numbers of them. But then towards the end, we just, like, I think the last day, our last expedition, we got in the zodiacs and just drove around um, Devil's Island. And so there, there were icebergs just floating, and we'd see just four or five penguins just lay, lay, laying on an iceberg, or a, a lone seal lying on an iceberg. And they were just kind of chilling, and those were almost the coolest, just because they're in the water, we're in the water. And, and it's um, so hard to think, like, oh, like, see, like, we are just on, like, a Zodiac boat. And there's oh. just, we're driving by like a little ice shelf with just penguins that hop up on it. And then we just saw them Get jump right off of it. Yeah. Right off. Yeah. So like it really. You just got used to seeing them. Oh yeah. It became so normal. Just even like as we yeah. were on the boat sailing. Sorry. I'm trying to like figure out why this camera's not focusing. But um, it was just so. Oh, yeah, there you're go. good. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, and it was just, just wild. In and yeah. out of the water, just honestly, they and... felt like geese almost. Like they yeah. would swim with their head and like body above the water. You would just see them paddling, and then they would like dolphin mode. And it, I, it was just truly a magical, magical trip. Yep. 
Yeah. And, and then just on the way home, we ended up hanging out in Buenos Aires for a, a day. And that, I mean, that was, I would love to go back. I, I would mean, too. Was oh my God. Really. Uh, I wish, it was hard though, because like I was wanting to, like I knew going into the trip that each end of Antarctica would have a day in Buenos Aires. And it was so, such a mind fuck to think that like, that's, this was my first time to South America as well. And so it was just such a mindfuck to think like, Chris, Buenos Aires is in the trip. You don't need to get everything out of this city right now. Like, it, it was just so weird that like we were there, but it wasn't like the trip. It was just like a landing point. And how different get... it was. It was so sensory. The music. So warm. The food. Just, it was so. It's like the nicest purgatory ever. Yeah. It just, it was, it was just really. And, it was and also Miami 85. airport was the worst purgatory yeah, yeah. ever. And, and it was 85. So we, we arrived from Ushuaia and, and. Yeah, I'm sweating was, my balls off. Yeah. It's just. Um, Your timing was perfect too, though, because you, you came there right after they won the world cup. Argentina won the world cup. So the timing was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Every, every messy Jersey was fucking sold out. Yeah. Yep. All my friends and family were like, get me a messy jersey. And I'm like, bitch, yeah. the fuck? You'd have a better chance bringing back a penguin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't touch the penguins, Jake. Tons of, imp uh, what do you call it? Artificial jerseys or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. We saw, like, crazy fossils on one landing spot. Oh, yeah. Like, actual, not Mennonites. What is it called? <laughs> um, Meningitis. Yeah. <laughs> It was like an Aphrodite. No, that's a goddess. I'm not even going to try. An amorphite? An amalgamate? Nope. It's like a fossil. Like those things that are like spirals. I'll, I'll probably, I have a picture. I, um, a week ago, I would have remembered you, the name. You, you Google it and I'll, okay. I'm as you, If you're not watching this, I've definitely been polishing off a bottle of wine. So that <laughs> is. It kept, it kept, Very your wine glass horse. kept getting taller. Oh, are you watching Could you now? see the wine? <laughs> yeah. I thought the wine glass was out of. Out of topic. Well, but it looks like a normal glass now, but Chris, like an ominoid? Uh, yeah, maybe an ominoid. That's closer, but not exactly. A hemorrhoid? What's a hemorrhoid? It's an om like an ominoid ominoidia. Why you're cheating? Jake's cheating. <laughs> I am not looking at Google. Anyways, there was one place called Snow Hill where there was a hut where expeditionists like literally like were stranded for a long time and, and just, that's where they brought fossils with them and then i guess they left them no, there they found them oh i they thought found they brought them, them. They didn't bring them. They oh found them. but yeah they had these fossils of like those animals that were like so prehistoric like dinosaur vibes cool. <laughs> jesus christ i went on a fucking cruise and i have nothing to come back with besides dinosaur volumes yeah the, the was there <laughs> well you said that um when you were going out to the places like the expeditions they sometimes were picking places that even you know that they were going along yeah with the so weather. the last okay so the last sorry you finished sorry got really excited oh no i was just I, I was just curious like if there was anything that stood out that it seemed like the people who worked there it was even sort of new for them or yeah so that... the last landing spot that we so the last day we got three expeditions in a day so our last one was at like 9 p.m so we ate dinner and then mm -hmm. at like 9 p.m this was probably the most moving part of the trip for me just because it was the last night and i'm so sentimental and better with change, but not great. And like, we had just, I didn't ex speak, expect to meet so many great people on the cruise and to like, just to experience the things that we did. Like, I, I, yeah, it was so emotional. And I just, 
So we go, went on to this last expedition well, and, also, and nobody just, it is was nine o'clock at night. We had had our last dinner with everyone and not our last dinner, but like well, our last dinner without Drake's passage. Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair. So but, like, so it, it, it felt like the last night. night, but it wasn't the last night. So yeah, it was nine o'clock. The sun was like a beautiful beginning, oh, like golden hour, essentially. Yeah. And the they take ball. us to this bay in the Weddell Sea that no one's been able to get to since 2016 because ice usually forms. So they have never even been on this landing either. Whoa. And the last people who were there were Chilean explor ex oh, explorers. <laughs> Exhibitionists. <laughs> That's the word. Explorers. Yeah, like this. Hold on. Let me lower your brightness so it looks okay. better on. But like this was the final like landing site. Gorgeous. Um, yeah, it's not doing it just was like beautiful pink skies and oh, wow. um, like just it was so gorgeous. And so they have never even, like, they were like, it's lucky that we're even able to be here because this is usually filled with ice and in impenetrable. <laughs> Honestly, for a solid wine buzz, I'm killing it. Um, no, but so they they literally were like the last people to set foot here was in 2016 where the Ch Chilean explorers who have like a little hut there. Um so just even like stuff like that was really wild to like process of holy shit, even you guys have like dreamed of coming here and you haven't. So that was like really emotional just because we landed and you get up and you go up this slight hill. And I mean, it's just the most indescribably beautiful scenery, like the most beautiful mountains and icebergs yeah. and colors in the sky and textures of the rock and then you go up this little hill and you see a bunch of elephant seals on the beach and also in the water, which we had never seen. They'd always been on land. And so it honestly really reminded me of like a hippopotamus or something. Like when they're in the water, you just see like this fucking fat, shiny skin. Um, but then we saw them like come onto land, go in the water. And <clears throat> it was just, like that's when like the silence really hit me of just like, all of us being there and looking out and knowing it was the last night, I just like started bawling that like, I cannot believe that one, I got to go to Antarctica, but like I got to do it with my mom. And the fact that we both had our own nerves about the trip. And here we were on the last night after conquering it almost. Well, and I don't it just, it was the most, I couldn't have dreamed a more, beautiful like ending to the trip mm -hmm. it it i mean just there are i don't have the ability with words to describe this and last landing site and i need to take a drink of water because it sounds like i'm about to cry but my throat is just dry <laughs> it's okay chris <laughs> and again just the, just kind of the deprivation of like things that are normal to us and then I don't think either of us ever thought about who else would be on the cruise or whatever, but we had fun. We had people we hung out with during the whole I time. I remember before, I'm like, mom, we're not going to make friends. Like, we just are going to yeah. stick to ourselves. <laughs> we're this, like, we don't need to do that, okay? Like, people are going to be weird. And, like, and the who made the most friends among my 
college friends, Chris. Chris is texting constantly, oh, look at the pictures I got from this person. Oh, wow. And oh, and they say, say hi to your mom for us. And it's like, wait a minute. Who's oh my God, I have so this? many adult friends now. I'm like, hoy, hoy, you're welcome. Chris is like, people, when I left, people were like, wow, it was so great. Chris was here. He's like our mascot. Wow, one of, wow. Oh my and God. Like, one of the alums at the airport in Ushuaia when we were all saying, or in Buenos Aires when we were all saying goodbye to each other. She was like, you made this trip. And I was like, babe, we went to fucking Antarctica. I hope not. <laughs> I just, it was, it really, there's something about that last night and how, I mean, picturesque is like a fucking bullshit adjective for what that night was. But there was just something like just this, honestly, the staff on the boat and the crew I next level. I, I would book with them. I and, enjoyed yeah. the most probably. Yep. Like we met great people, but I mean, I am so bad at remembering names, and I remember every, Jason, uh, Fritz, Mark, Arnold, Grace, Alan, Arlette, oh, oh, uh, oh, June. Oh, I mean, but it's just it's these people made it. Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Oh, Emmanuel! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I. But it just. It was just a full, Kajak. it was a full, like... Our vacation hero. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a full, like, moment where I just felt so much gratitude and, like, well, how is this my... Like, I just remember so much stress when I was a kid and growing up and coming into adulthood of, like, you know, I've got lofty goals, I've got dreams, I've got all these things, and it's like, how do I even begin to accomplish them? And then I'm standing... Was that the continent of Antarctica? Yeah. I think that was. Yeah. That was the. Oh yeah, that was our. That was the. That was the reason I went was because yeah. it was the continent. Just to be standing on the continent of Antarctica at twenty nine, with the last two weeks that we had, I just I couldn't help but feel so overwhelmed with just like thankfulness. Like I just I, holy shit! What a once in a lifetime opportunity, mm-hmm. and I. Oh, just get chills well, thinking about it. And then that it. night, I like, guess, I it, don't know if they knew it was going to be a great sunset, but that was like a lot of our sunset photos were taken. Well, that, that the one night. I showed earlier at 1138 was, yeah. they had this little, like, so that's what I was gonna say. departure they had big, drinks. They had a big party on the aft deck, and um, and it, we were still taking sunset photos at 1130. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the party started till 1130. This is a photo because I could not get over this whole thing. So 148. This yeah. was taken at 148. I was in bed by this point, but I could not believe that I could still get a photo like this in the middle of the night. Okay. I'm terrible. That's 148 wow. a.m. That's crazy. And I, mean, I literally was in bed. I got up. It's like, oh, I can't go to bed. This is so amazing. And so I was laying out of bed going, <laughs> because I wanted to talk. This is 148. And it's still, technically, this is nighttime. Is that like out your window? or That's the off our balcony. From yeah. bed, out our balcony. Just imagining but... her in bed, like leaning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean. Oh, it happened. <laughs> an hour later was sunrise. So, I mean, it just kind of, that night just kind of went on forever. Was, I didn't want it to um, end. I was like, it literally, I got so many flashbacks when I would go to summer camp and be like, will I ever see you again? And then I'm like, oh, wait, we're adults. We have jobs and money and resources. Yeah, we can. Yeah, <laughs> it was such a mind fuck, but it was. Just, I mean, I feel yeah. so lucky to have done this with you of all people. Me like too. just to do it at all alone. Yeah. Like, but to do it with my mom really was 
yeah, so fucking just, cool. So we, we didn't really speak a lot of them except for maybe you the night before. But there was... We didn't speak a lot? No, we didn't speak about our issues. But oh, I mean, like oh, yeah. the night before, you were like, I don't want to go. I'm really worried. The open sea, blah, blah, blah. But I think, I mean, I, so my mom's been really sick and I've had a ton of stuff going on. I didn't really give thought to any of this. I mean, I got the packing list. I packed. I went. It was very matter of fact for me. I was really excited. What? I, I was the more emotional one? Who knew? Well, I mean. Chris got emotion sickness. Uh, yeah. Oh, I really got emotion sickness. <laughs> I, mean, I just, I but think, I did. I think then you get. There's a patch for that. There's a patch for that. You get there and it's like, okay, wow. I hope I have the right clothes. I mean, I was so caught up in all that stuff. Like, will I be warm enough? Are my pants really waterproof? You know, boy, we ordered jackets. Are they the right sizes? Will they cover my head? Will my waterproof boots fit? Will, I don't know. There were a lot of, for me, like logistical things like, oh my God. And these really big boots how do we even get in a boat come on boots i know but i i I don't know i think boots with the fur it was so nice to be away and and just really living in that moment with no distractions yeah it really was crazy how Um, present i felt yeah like you always hear so many people like i felt present but But, like i felt fucking christmas morning present (laughs) i mean the the flip side of that is coming back is rough I Coming mean, back is really, really it's hard. Really, like, really I have hard. like no motivation. <laughs> well, just more like. Well, I just—it's yeah. like I don't know. I just felt this shift of like, what the fuck is important? Like, is reaching new career goals and making a lot of money like is that what's important or like that level of like just presence? I don't know how else to describe it without it sounding so fucking LA bullshit. But like. <sighs> Just that you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> no, but just like literally to be so present and like not be thinking like oh, I need to check my phone. Like there literally was like by the third yeah. day I was like this is obsolete. This is a only camera. a camera. It's a camera. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Like I was able to post on my like close friends and stuff, but other than that, it was like yeah, that was how I communicated with people because that was like the yeah. only thing the Wi-Fi seemed to be able to upload. I think because I am a to-do person, like okay, I have this list and this is job, and I need to pack this and whatever. Um, that's so that's what I've come back to. Like okay, like I'm on a call this morning and like okay, we have this urgent thing to do. And I'm like I was in our Antarctica. I'm a you know, penguin. But it's just like, okay, and this, these people need to hear this by this day, and this is due in Great Britain on January 30th, and I'm like. Okay, this, bitch, this, this whatever. Really, Have you so, seen a chin strap, though? <laughs> you know what a deli pancake? Yeah, so, so just, and, and like the whole food thing, like, wow, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, Do you have food? I, I mean, honest, food. obviously, I didn't clap at people. I was yeah, no, very, right. oh, my God, wait. Hold on, Mom, talk, fill the air. Oh. This is the actual okay. flag. That's- this is the flag that was on the front of our boat through the whole trip see what others don't is ominous no okay whatever that's don't ruin my moment they auctioned off at the end they had an auction for the crew like any money that was raised went to every crew and whatever member and obviously being an alumni of the service industry i had i mean i couldn't even fucking imagine working on this boat just it is 24 fucking 7 and so 
Do we want to guess? Do we want to guess how much I bought this flag for? Oh, do you really? Is it signed by the crew? It is yes. signed by the crew and captain, and, and it, it flew literally flew through trip. Drake's Passage, went through Antarctica. Like <gasps> that's so cool. It has teeter. It has tattering from like the wind. You just smelling it. Nice. So we all had to auction for it, and Price, it's priceless. It feels priceless. Exactly. It wasn't at all, but it feels it. <laughs> It was it was just really like oh I I love the priorities that you you both have that you it kind of set you in terms of feeling what the priorities are in life and then the bonding the two of you had out of this world yeah we needed to bond because we weren't very close yeah we don't we live like just... twenty houses apart or anything you guys hadn't met before the trip <laughs> she's my she's my birth mother I just met actually in Antarctica. <laughs> We found her on one of the landings and I brought her home. Can you believe? Yeah, a couple of people were like, wow, that's really amazing. You two can travel. Everyone told us that. And I was like, what kind of relationship do y'all have with your parents? Yeah, but I mean. (laughs) That's projecting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I feel lucky to be able to do this shit with you. Like, we've done such cool things together and... Next, the Arctic. Yeah, that would be next. Go that ahead. would be cool. Miles to go first. But... After this podcast, uh, me and Sam are going to call our moms. Oh, <laughs> you should. Moms are the good. Moms are the best. I'm going to be like, you never take me anywhere. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I paid for my. I paid for my shit. Okay, you have to take your mom. That's what you have to take your mom. I reflect on you guys. I'm going to take my mom to space. <laughs> you can have space i have honestly when i'm like if i make it to 90 that's when i go to space um so yeah that was our trip obviously we're skipping over some stuff like we saw some whales we saw some seals we saw some penguins is there anything that we're like really missing i had a couple questions oh hit us with the question two, qu- two questions one real question one funny one hit us um, so I know that you have a checklist of like visiting all 50 states, right? Mm-hmm. So how many more continents do you have to go? I, oh, this is, Justin, I, this I is really hit bad, my, this is a bad question for me. So oh, <laughs> I've actually spent a fair amount of time in South America. We've both been to Africa when his younger brother studied there. Um, but I have both Australia and Asia left. If you're going to go to Asia, go with Jake. No, I want to... Wait! Oh my god, Asia's my last continent because I hit South America and Antarctica. The fact that I fucking have almost all seven continents blows my mind. Jake's been all over Asia, right? Or like... Japan? Yeah. Yeah, Jake used to live in Asia. Yeah, that and Australia are my two still. I went on tour in Australia. Shout out Christine Tenvojo. <laughs> Remember that fever dream, girls? Yeah. Hey, we should go touring all continents is what we should do. We should do it. Well, that's what I was telling my mom. I was like, we'll be back in Buenos Aires when I'm doing a comedy tour. So I'm not sure I know how to say this. Montevideo or Montevideo? It's Montevideo. I think think it's spelled E-L, though. I was Googling it. Anyway, I'm going to retire to Uruguay. Um, When we were in Buenos Aires, we took... That's really far. I'll never visit you. Well, sorry, but (laughs) I, I didn't really know anything about Uruguay, but this lady was telling us about it, and I've since looked it up. It's like... Oh my God, I think I'm going to move there. It looks really nice. Or maybe I'll at least visit it first. But anyway. Yeah, that um, might be a good start. Okay, second question. Uh, Did you test out the waterproof pants? 
We did. They were we, uh, every yeah. time we got at a landing, we had we to basically had to walk in water, and so, so they, they gave us, us like knee high boots. They showed us how to swing out of the zodiac. You swing your legs back towards yeah, the back. I know how to swing my legs really back. <laughs> swing them out, and yeah, we had to wade in. To the island in water. Both of us know how to swing our legs back. <laughs> <laughs> Any applications? Ew. Okay, next. Okay, well. Yeah, they're waterproof. They yeah, really they, they really worked. They gave okay. us a waterproof this jacket is... and backpack too, which I don't know why I'm just so amazed by waterproof material, but I'm like, wow, it's really waterproof. <laughs> so my only, my probably my only pet peeve of the trip was, um, so we come back and we have these multiple <laughs> expeditions a day. Oh my God, don't, why do you? Look at these. Okay, so when we got to the oh, boat. that was for, you got that on Antarctica? I got this at the Antarctica gift shop. There's only That's one. That's what the snowflakes look like? <laughs> so <laughs> the, we got, so we got to the boat. To, no, I already told them I took it. You did? Um, no, but shh. Um, I took, no. <laughs> Does Elsa know you have that? No. So um, when we got on the boat, they had like Christmas trees and stuff on through various oh, things. It felt like we were on below deck, but above deck when we got on the. It was thing. So, it was really we like come out of the elevator and there's just a ton of champagne and Christmas trees. And, and so they had these Christmas trees. And when we went to check in, we had to stand by this one and it had this beautiful ornament. And I was like, you know what? I love I'm a sentiment. I'm like a materialistic, sentimental person where I love a good object that like I can open the file in my brain that has all of the info from that, like what that object That's represents. That's a trigger of memories. Yeah. yeah. So they had these Christmas trees and I saw these snowflake ornaments on them. And I was like, that is literally fucking gorgeous. So I took, they were zip tied onto the tree, obviously, because the boat rocks. <laughs> and so I took <laughs> my, I took Christmas my cuticle ceremony. cutters with oh me in my God. pocket. And I, one night after enough open bar courage. You snip snipped. I just snip snip two of them. And so my mom and I each have these little, or I mean, they ended up, if you asked, giving them to people. So like I could have asked, but I would have rather <laughs> taken it and then been like, oh my God, I'm I so sorry. Then ask and argument. then be told no and still know that I'm going to take it. So Which anyway, so my mom and I, I took one for each of us and we have these little ornaments for our Christmas tree. In case anyone from the boat is listening, technically mine isn't in my house yet. It's still a Christmas. Okay. So. By the time you see this, it will be in her house. See, she took it. Is it glass or no? It's it's like a weird acrylic that they put over wires. I don't know. Okay. It is. I just am so obsessed with this. Anyways, that was one of the fun little. I don't know how I got onto that. I just nope, remembered it was behind me. <laughs> Klepto moment. Can you stick that on top of the Christmas tree, like at the very top? <gasps> oh my god, a Christmas tree topper! <laughs> Mom, we have to. <laughs> Let's engineer it, girl. We got 362 got days or really whatever. Colorful one, the 322 or however many days are left till Christmas. Yep. You know, some white Disney adults counting down. Um, <laughs> does anyone else have any other questions? Yeah, yeah. How is it? Um, how nice is it to finally see land? It was weird, honestly. No, 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 no. Samantha Land. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> well, I can't even fucking see her because the way <laughs> Riverside. Just, I, see see I haven't see seen you all night yet. Yeah, you, you literally. Me? No, because we have our screen I just to make, make a sure. Disembodied voice. Well, the way that this works is like we can only have one widescreen, and so I'm making sure that my mom and I are still in frame. So because I don't know why I keep right, leaning right. this way. Right, so. You pushed me. Uh, we don't condone that, Justin. You're canned. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so that was our trip to Antarctica. <laughs>
You'll have a good time editing this down. Poor Justin. That's all I can think about. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it long. It's all going in. <laughs> Is there any other questions y'all have? I'm just so happy that you had two had a blast. And Aww. I think uh, Sam, Justin, and I need to go to Antarctica. Wait, Let's can do we it. do an unhinged like cruise episode where like each day we do a debrief? Oh, yeah. I feel like we should just send Please. this to that whoever ran the cruise and be like, sponsor this podcast. And be like, literally, we will sponsor the fuck or like we will. I don't know how this situation works. I've had so much wine. I feel like I'm back on the boat. I'm like, <laughs> let's go out on the deck. Woo! Um, but yeah, that was our trip to Antarctica. And I there will be more like holes filled in in photo dumps and vlogs, like I said. But this was just kind of like our fun little story time. We went to Antarctica together. <laughs> That's cool, um, too. I'm glad that we did this like 48 hours after you got back because now this like video for you guys will be like kind of like a time capsule type thing. It's like a little time yeah. capsule. And that's the thing. There was like a videographer and photographer on the boat and he captured the most insane shit. God bless Ralphie. Ralphie. Well, and he had a drone. So, well, I saw the drone and I was like, okay, whatever. Like he bought a drone once and is like, I'll. But he showed us the video at the end of the week and I was like, Give him the Oscar! Yeah. And you know, you put the soaring music with Oh my god. I mean, the way he. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, Look at the whale! Like, he had a whale tail jumping out of the ocean as, and then as the music hit a crescendo. It was like, yeah. zoom! <laughs> and then he'd have like oh a little penguin. Did they do like a video recap of the trip? Yeah. Oh, yeah. girl, they did a video recap. And I they better it have. Cheesy, like, with everyone in the Zodiacs. Yeah, Whatever, but it was really classy. Oh my god, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any video footage of Russian Gaga? Oh my god, do I have Russian footage of Gaga? Gaga? <laughs> her name, her name is Simona. She was on a Russian version of like a American <laughs> Idol, The Boys, yeah. etc. She's still on. Hi, Booger. Oh my god, I missed Booger so much, and now she's been acting so weird. She's like, I thought you gave me up, honestly. This is probably the longest <laughs> time I've been without her, although now she's, like, rubbing her eyes on my She leg. thought you adopted an elephant seal instead of her. Yeah, she yeah. really, like, oh my god, booger. Anyways, the Russian Lady Gaga, she did two more sets, and she sang for, like, an hour and 15 minutes each time without any breaks, and let me tell you, she fucking slayed. Yeah, she brought else. the most Unreal outfits. She wore a whole metallic, jump, like trench coat and metallic stiletto boots that were knee high. Like she was everything and more. Oh my god! I like, and I requested bad romance, and she sang it on the last her like, last set, and I was in. like, ah! with the night she walked in. I mean, no one knew who she was, and she walks out, and we're like, we're like, is it? Ladies, I did yeah. text my extended family group chat. That's like me, my mom, my brothers, and their partners. And I was like, oh my, in all caps, I was like, because they were sending me like basketball game photos that they went to. And so I was like, well, I got to one up these bitches. I could have just literally <laughs> sent a picture of a penguin. But instead I was like, oh my God, they brought Lady Gaga onto the cruise in all caps. And my brother's fiance goes, what? OMFG, what? Wait. And then I send like a blurry picture of her and she looks like Lady Gaga. But even if in a non-blurry picture, it's still. No, static. even like up close, yeah. I was like. Like, even at the end of the cruise when we're in the airport. Are you five foot two on Netflix, bitch? Well, we're in the airport in Buenos Aires and we're all partying. And I'm just four getting one last two. look at her like, five that foot is two. pretty amazing. I thought I mean, you said four, sorry. Oh, no. Here, let me see if I can find a quick pic of, 
Miss Gaga. I did take a picture of the top of her head because on the, her last performance, she wore a bunch of um, <laughs> bobby pin or like hair clips. So <laughs> that's the top of her head. <laughs> Whoa. That's heinous. What is that? That's like all of her hair clips. <laughs> oh. Mom, do not hate. Do I not do. hate on my. Like, look at her. She is a star. Like, she is a fucking star. But her voice and she was sounds. Amazing. Oh my God. Her voice was dumb good. If, if you have her social, maybe we could put it in the description. We box. could find her. So, well, no, we're going to get her on the damn podcast. If, oh, well, she barely spoke English, so never mind. We probably won't. But oh my God, Simona. Yeah, no, she was like, I was like, can you? I was talking to her like a mile a minute, and she's like, so little bitch, shut the, the fuck up. The phonetics of the I, songs Maybe. I okay. really don't know, but she was phenomenal. I can't believe we're ending this episode talking about Lady Gaga from Russia, but it's what a fitting end. Yeah, no, this was the most unhinged. We really put the unhinged and unhinged with Chris Clemens today. Um, are there any other questions? Class? No? All right, we'll end class early, guys, because I'm a fun teacher. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this extra long episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I know, Justin, you are looking with the face of I want to die because you have to edit this, but I would always, as always... Take two. As always, I would like to thank Justin, Jake, and Sam for just, I mean, keeping this goddamn ship afloat. No pun intended. Um, oh, and the ship's, like, the ship's like this. Jake always, no, the ship is exactly like Drake's past 100%. I'd like to thank my mommy for coming on. I'd and like to thank that empty bottle of wine for making you happy with him when you started. All right, literally. You were super duper crabby. I was, I was super duper crabby because. Do the podcast. <laughs> Mom, fuck you for that because I had to set up three different microphones to get a working audio input source. And this whole like <laughs> self-production shit is not easy. You wouldn't last that. a day. We love you, Mama Clemens. Thank you. You're the best podcast guest. We love you, Mom. Thanks so much for uh, coming on my podcast. I wish you all did this in person and I could be there. Like the Same, guys, I really hate this fucking podcast not being in person, and I have to say that out loud. So we're either gonna have to clone you or re Or you just go out there like for bits. Like twice yeah. a month or something. And we'll come to Delaware. There you go. Yeah, like if we could have a budget to have you guys flown out here, I would totally dedicate a room here as a podcast studio. I really would. <laughs> With bunk beds for me and Sam? No, I don't want a bunk bed. I don't bed. know about bunk Oh, yeah, I'll give you guys bunk beds. That'd be cute. That's like fun as fuck. No. Top bunk. Wait, wait, you made a, we, we did that on your birthday. You guys <laughs> did? And I be, yeah. And I that's, had to be on the top bunk bad. and he kicked me all night and did all kinds of weird things. When you guys gave me the potato baby. <laughs> I did kick her. From the bottom. Guys, I have the potato baby upstairs still. I'm so glad you still have it. Nothing's sick, actually. I love that bit. That's one of those. Do you ever get a gift for someone and you're like, fuck. You're like, this could go really either way. No, 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 no. Where you're like, you give oh, you it to him and you're it? like, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah I wanted want it. it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, no. Potato baby. Oh, should we do sisterhood of the traveling potato baby? No, it's perfect. Anyways, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning into another episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcast. And if you like video episodes, we put them up on youtube.com slash Chris. Be on the lookout for my Antarctica vlog as well as photo dumps and maybe video dumps on Patreon as well. 
and write and review wherever you get your podcast slash on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I'm starting to overheat from the literal three-fourths of bottle of wine that I drank. So to all a good night and to good night all. Adieu. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta luego.